A quick announcement before the podcast begins. Don't forget that my three books are now available on Amazon and most online bookstores. 216 and the Secrets of the Universe 2nd Edition is available on Audible, Paperback, or Kindle. It is also translated into Spanish. 216 and the Secrets of the Universe 2nd Edition is a message that myself, the author, Omar Angulo, was guided to deliver by higher beings to humanity through this book. It all began on 216 when my older brother took his life and sent me down an unfathomable rabbit hole over the course of four years. This book can be enjoyed by those that are spiritually curious to those that may consider themselves to be full-blown awakened. My second book, titled My Contact with UFOs, Otherworldly Beings, God, Angels, Demons, and More, is available on Amazon and most online bookstores on paperback. This book is a collection of personal stories and experiences I had with the divine, paranormal, spiritual, and what some may consider to be taboo. My third book, titled My Book of Psalms, The Book of Old Number 3, is available on paperback and is also on Amazon and most online bookstores. This book is a collection of song lyrics written by myself with deep meaning over the course of my life and also a collection of photographs taken by myself or colleagues during not only my musical journey, but journey of life as well. And now, the podcast. Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome to episode 24 of In A Good Way podcast. Uh, my special guest today is Naila Ma'at. Uh, thank you for being on here. Welcome. Thank um, you for having me. No problem. My pleasure. Um, so uh, Naila Ma'at is, um, you know, I came across her channel. One day I was looking at a specific angel number. And um, well, I might as well share the story <laughs> since I already started. So basically, it was interesting because the day before, you know, I was led, it was kind of like an angel number, right? It was, uh, I kept seeing 42. It was like everywhere. It was like a work truck, 42. A fire truck passed by me, 42, 42, 42. I was like, okay, what does it mean? So I looked up, uh, you know, spiritual significance of 42. And what got my attention was the 42 laws of mod. You know, that's mm -hmm. what got my attention. So I spent like five hours just researching, watching videos. You know, after it was like two, like the laws were too much, right? Because there was, you know, I found these detailed videos of each law. So, you know, I listened to as many as I could. And then I was like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to learn these now. So, you know, after I came back to them and everything. But then the next day, I kept seeing three, two, one. It was, it was like everywhere. Three, two, one. I went up in the mountains, like way deep in the mountains. And I, I, I happened to be on mile marker three, two, one. It said right there, like three, two, one. And I looked up and then a mama deer with two little deer passed in front of me, like three, two, one. You know? So I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. So then that's when, when I, you know, I don't have reception in the mountain. So when I came down, I looked up three, two, one angel number. And that's when you popped up. And then I saw your name was Ma'at, which I had just spent five hours the day before. <laughs> like <your reason>. wow. <laughs> yeah, that's what led. And then I was like, oh, wow. You know, and I subscribed like to your channel. And then, you know, I saw some more, uh, you know, some of your videos and everything. But um. Yeah. Uh, so that's enough of uh, like all that. <laughs> um, yeah. If you don't mind sharing, I guess how when you first started noticing angel numbers and, um, you know, we could get into what some of them mean. Uh, just real quick, like, I guess for those that don't know, like to me, angel numbers are one of the biggest ways the spirit world communicates with me. Right. Like, I'm not really sure when I started noticing them, but at first it was like, you know, I think I noticed the the obvious ones, the three three threes, the seven 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 six six six, 
you know, all that stuff. And it would just be so much like it was obvious something was trying to get my attention. And then, you know, I started looking them up. But then it got really to the point of like even the weird ones would would. um. OK, so I'll just share this last story now. <laughs> like the other day, right, I was stuck at a train track and in front of me there was a car that had 241 and the other, I think it was 241. And then the one on the left had 241. And then one was like California plates. The other one was Texas. So I was like, okay. So, and I had just messaged someone and I was in my head, like, man, I'm way too open. Like what the hell is wrong with me? I'm, I've always been like that, but I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe I'm just, it's time I tone that down. Like I'm way too open. And so I look, I look it up since I'm sitting right there while the train's passing. And, uh, it talked about being transparent. It was like, yeah, be transparent, this and that. And I was like, wow. And I was just in my head about like this. Well, because it's someone I just, I haven't known that long. And I'm here like sharing personal like kind of stuff. And I'm like, why the hell did I just do that? Like, I don't even know this person, right? Um, so it, it was kind of like one of those situations. And then the 241 and it happened to me, like, no, go ahead, be transparent. Like they're asking you that, you know, the spirits or whatever are asking you to be transparent. So I just wanted to show like, that's how important angel numbers are. Uh, and that's why I wanted to have you on so you could speak. It seems like you would know way more than I do. So you could go in depth about it. So yeah, if you don't mind how, when do you first started noticing them and then, you know, share some examples. Um. You have like a lot of synchronicity going on there. I like that, <laughs> especially with, you know, before you were studying the laws of my art and then the next day you saw three, two, one. And it was like, you found my video and then my name was my, that was, that's really cool. But, um, so I started seeing, um, angel numbers when I began having my, uh, spiritual awakening, which was, um, about 10 or so years ago, around 2012, 2013 ish. Oh. And, um, it was just like random. Um, like I would randomly see like 11, 11 on the clock. And at, the, at that time um, we had like a microwave in our kitchen with the clock or whatever. I would pass by and it would like be 11, 11 mm. and it would happen so frequently. So I was like, why do I keep seeing this? <laughs> and so um, I decided to like Google it and um, like, why do I keep seeing 11, 11? And then um, like bunch, a bunch of articles and blogs and things about a angel numbers popped up. And then I was like, Whoa, angel numbers, what's that? You know? And so it piqued my interest. Cause you know, I was having a spiritual awakening. I was uh, beginning to, you know, um, awaken to more truth and, um, expanding my awareness and stuff like that. And just being more open to like the spirit, spiritual side of things, because, um, I grew up in a Christian household. So, mm. you know, we don't really learn about like your actual spirit, your spiritual um, nature, right? Or um, spiritual knowledge outside of the Bible and, you know, that type of stuff, right? So um, that was like when I was beginning to like become more aware of that type of stuff. So I kept seeing it and I researched it. And then um, I just started diving in. So like just over the you know course of you know just day to day life, right? Um, just um, I would just see random numbers just in random places. Like um, 11, 11 showed up a lot. Um, 
either on the clock, on my phone, um, and on license license plates and things like that. 222-333, I would see 444 a lot. Mm. And 555, um, I saw 999 a lot, which is like um, basically like a chapter closing. So that was a very prevalent at that time. So it was just like, I just kept seeing, you know, different numbers. Oftentimes when I was driving like on license plates and things like that. So that's how it began. And right. Did oh, I yeah. answer your question? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> and definitely. Thank you. And um, so I guess if you don't mind, like for, you know, whoever's listening, like touching on each one. I don't know if that's too much to touch on the basic, like, you know, the one through or even zero, right? Zero through nine um, briefly, like briefly or how it like what made you realize that it was something not just seeing it. But when you looked it up and how how was it like uh, relevant to your life? Like like you said, or the synchronicities, what made you say, OK, there's something here like, wow, like or blew your mind like, wow, this is like real. Well, the fact that it kept showing up so frequently and so often. So, and I don't know, just like something in my spirit, just my intuition was like, you know, it's something more. And um, I'll go, uh, go like deeper into like my, uh, when I began having a spiritual awakening. So like when I first was having my spiritual awakening, mm-hmm. um, like bef- um, right before that time frame, I was in like a very dark period in my life. Mm. Um, a lot of, you know, chaos going on in my external world. Right. Um, and was dealing with a lot of like low vibrational emotions, like depression, um, self-doubt, um, low self-esteem and things of that nature. Right. And, um, I had a lot of things going on in my, my head, um, a lot of negative, uh, thoughts and things like that. Um, and, it was just like, I was just battling like, you know, life at that time. And so um, I had mentioned that um, I grew up in a Christian household, right? But when I was a teenager, um, I ended up, you know, like rebelling against my mom because she wanted to take me to church every Sunday, but I rebelled and didn't want to go to church anymore. <laughs> um, so I stopped going <laughs> for, you know, since I was from a teenager. So about 15, 16, up until like, um, my early twenties, I didn't go to church. Right. So I was just like doing my own thing, you know, trying to find myself, you know, just living my best life as a young adult, I guess. (laughs) And so, um, was going through that stuff or whatever. And then it was just like, um, I, I was just tired. Like I was tired of dealing with, you know, the hardships that I was um, facing at that time. And I began to like, um, basically I wanted to, I turned back to my faith, right? So at that time I was like, you know, maybe I should start taking, you know, my faith more seriously. And um, I started going back to church and stuff like that and dove back into, you know, um, I guess religion and stuff like that. Um, I got rebaptized and whatever. So, but it was like, I was doing it on my own now. Mm -hmm. Right. It wasn't like my mom was like forcing me to do it. Right. Um, And so did that whole thing and was like going every Sunday and just, you know, doing that. And then um, at the same time, I was also reading the Bible more myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was um, reading the book of 
uh, Psalms. So I decided I was going to like read the whole book of Psalms. And so I did that. Like, so over the span of like a couple of weeks and whatnot, um, just reading through the text, like um, once I got to like deeper off in the, in the book of Psalms, like in, you know, like chapters a hundred, like in that area, it's like, I began to awaken spiritually, right? It's like, I felt in, in like my soul awaken. Like I can't explain it. It's hard to explain it, but I felt something in me that I had never felt before. It was like a, a powerful presence. Like, cause I, at the same time I was feeling lost, but through reading that, you know, reading the, reading Psalms and whatever, um, it was like a, a power within me, like, you know, I can conquer anything type of thing. Yeah. So, um, that's when it, you know, started happening. And I was like, um, finding different things, like how I was taught in church and what I was reading, it was like contradicting kind of, right. And so, what, what I was reading was like letting us know that, you know, we are gods because there's a, a book, I mean, a, a verse in the in Psalms that says, ye are gods, ye are, ye are all children of the, of the most high, right? And um, it was speaking about, you know, seeking truth and becoming illuminated and things like that, right? And I don't know, like if you, you know, of the Illuminati, right? And so- um, Yeah, yeah. During- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have, I have different ideas of, I think, but, but t- you could tell me what you feel about that. No problem. Tell okay. Me. Yeah. Um, so this is just like how I understand it. Right. So, um, the Illuminati was real big, you know, back in like the early two thousands, right. Where it's like, it's some conspiracy, um, you know, celebrities and people sell their souls to the devil to gain fame and riches and stuff right and so I used to watch a lot of videos back in the day about you know (laughs) that stuff (laughs) and um so I didn't really like judge it too much it's like oh okay well if it's true it's true if it's not if it's not it's not it's not right um but when I saw that word in Psalms it's like illuminated I was like hmm okay, illuminated, I tie Illuminati to it because it's like a root word, right? And so it's like, well, maybe it's not all bad. Like they try to make it seem, right? There's more to this story that we're not being told. Like this, there's more to this. And um, like there's two sides to the coin type of thing. And so that piqued my interest. So from there, it was just like, I just want the truth. Like, I feel like I've been lied to. <laughs> And I just want the truth, right? So um, I just began, like, of course, studying more. But as I would go about my day, I would just, I was just more aware of my surroundings. Um, Another thing is, like, around that time in 2012, um, they were saying that the world was going to end, right? It was like the mind calendar said the world would end. And so that it's been like a couple of times during my lifetime where they said that the world would end, right? Like Y2K and like, you know, but it never ends, right? <laughs> it yeah, but, didn't. 
Like, like we wake up the next day, right? Yeah. But um, when I was waking up during 2012, right? I'm like, okay, well, we're still here, but they're not saying that for no reason. Like something has changed. Like it's not the same. We're not living in the same world. That's how I was feeling. Mm. Um, I didn't know all the stuff I know now, but oh. at that time, you know, um, that's how I was taking it. Like, you know, something has changed. It's not the same. So just all of that just had me just like see, wanting the truth, seeking truth and just being hyper aware of like my surroundings. And I feel like my intuition was beginning, like I was more in tune to it, like I never had been before. Mm. Right. So um, I, th- I feel like that was a lot. Do you want to say something? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I keep going. I, I, no, you could keep yeah. going. I'll just, I'll just before, so I don't have to come all the way back to it. Uh, like, I kind of almost feel like maybe I should just let you talk and then I'll come back to it. <laughs> if you're on a roll, I'll just let you keep, keep sharing. So go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, trying to see where, where I was going. <laughs> well, 2012. So as you're waking up, you're, you're seeing that. Okay. I mean, I might as well, like the 2012, for example, I kind of had a, a similar because pre that, I mean, it had already been a few years that, you know, I, I was around the church. The reason I was around the church was because, you know, I, I did hip hop and everything. And I had a ton of positive songs. And this preacher guy actually heard one of my like, you know, I, it's like what they called gangster rap, but it wasn't gangster rap. It was just more like reality street rap. Right. But he actually heard like a very vulgar song. <laughs> and he was like, well, we got along good. So so um. He was like, oh, you have anything positive? So they started inviting me to church and I had so many positive songs. And uh, so it was that, right? I was around the church a lot, but then they were very disrespectful, especially with the 2012. I understood what my ancestors were talking about. You know, it was like, you know, it, it's in cycles, right? That Like thousands of years cycles, like that they knew to perfection almost. Like they had this understanding of the universe. And here... I would listen to these preachers laugh at them like, well, the Mayans said the world was going to end. Ha, ha, ha. Guess they got it wrong. You know, only our, like, Jesus, no, you know, but it was like so much disrespect constantly that that's what started driving me from church. Even whoever I got along with, they were like, no, nah, I don't even want to perform at church no more. Like, it's fine. Like, you guys are so negative. Like, I just can't, like, imagine the, like, you know, ancestors giving us so much knowledge, just brilliance like you know telling us there is a change coming and that's how i saw it too it, it was the end it was the end of a phase but it, you could look at it more spiritual because we couldn't really see it us with our human eyes we couldn't ignore like we can't see it because it's happening on such a bigger scale you know that the mayans understood not just the mayans but so many people like you know ancestors like from different cultures around the world they they had an understanding of this so just that that's kind of like um Around that time, too, I stopped, like, going to church because just the amount of disrespect. But, yeah, I just wanted to add that about the whole 2012 thing. So I got where, where you're going. But, I mean, I don't know where you're going with it. But but I understood that about what you're talking about. And, yeah, obviously the world didn't end because it wasn't supposed. It was just warning about. Because even that, right, like, there's this old prophecy about the eagle and the condor, right? 
so native people from like you know northern like what's known as america now um you know it's the people of the eagle which were a people more of if you see right the united states all about we want to be the best technology build 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 pollute 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 to build more corporations in this whole um, capitalistic society right that was the people of the eagle right a more like you look at the eagle right it's more it's thought of being more fierce more like it, it attacks things head on right and the people from South America are the people of the condor, right? So the condor is a more, if you see it, it's a more passive bird. You know, it, it's a relative of the vulture. Like vultures are meant to clean up things spiritually too, right? They come, they clean up the whole mess. So whenever I see vultures, I'm happy because I, I feel like, okay, I'm going through. I just went through a transition. The, it's cleaning up the whatever residues left and then it's going, right? So the prophecy was that they would connect. And even that tied into the whole, I mean, it had already been happening since before 2012, but I felt like, it was a more finite time, like 2012, man, like, yeah, we're supposed to be shifting. The minds gave us an opportunity. That's where the road was going like this and like this. Are we going to change to fix the world, so to speak? Or are we going to keep going the other way? So when I would hear preachers preaching like, ah, oh, these guys were stupid. It's like they're pushing towards the destruction. Because if you see in churches, what would they teach? Armageddon, the when I see, I would hear them say this, when the world come, I see the world getting worse, I get happy because that means Jesus is closer to coming back. He's going to come fix everything. See, so the Mayans, what a different, you know, way of thinking. We have what it takes. This is the, the you know, pinnacle point of humanity. Are we going to go to fix it? You know, the prophecy, everything 2012, or are we going to go towards destruction? And they've pushed so much towards destruction. That's when I do just, you know, church was no more and sorry we're going off into that whole rant you know i'm sorry i want to let you speak but that's you know that was 2012 in a nutshell okay yeah no that helped me <laughs> figure out where i was going with that so um just like all of that made me just more aware and i believe that um me having the aware awareness to know that you know things were changing like is different like something is different about the atmosphere you know just it was just like I was becoming more spiritual spiritually awakening awakened mm. and um my intuition was um becoming stronger and so just I would just see signs and synchronicities I was more open and aware to it like I wanted I wanted it because I wanted guidance right mm. and so um it was a point where like, it was so strong, like the signs and synchronicities were so strong. Like to me, it felt like I was, something was watching me. Mm. Like that's how it felt. Um, at that time, it felt like something was watching me. And then like the universe was like sending me different signs and synchronicities and like stuff like that. And I was just like, like, wow, is this for me mm. that I had that type of feeling? Cause it was like, kind of like the universe was flirting. Like I use that word, like it's, it feels like it's flirting because it's like sending, the universe is sending you like these signs and it's like, I don't know, it makes you feel some type of way, right? It makes you feel kind of special, like you're noticed, right? So um, that's really how it happened. I would just see like in front of me, like, um, further along, along into my journey, um, I wanted to attend a, a spiritual conference, right? And 
so um it was in Atlanta oh. and won the ticket to go to the conference so I believe like that was like a manifestation in itself but this was like it's um a conference was like talking about um like ancient comedic knowledge um it was talking about like breaking free from the matrix and stuff the matrix um and um metaphysics and things like that right and so I was on my way on the highway and you know how when you're driving you kind of like zone out a little bit and so I'm just cruising right and so I'm cruising and then I notice in front of me there's a license plate that's guiding me to my destination and guiding me like you know to this conference conference and like letting me know like I'm supported because fours um is actually the angel of the number of the archangels and so seeing repeating fours like while I'm on this way on the way to this conference is like confirmation that I'm on the right path and my angels are in full support my angels my ancestors are in full support of what I'm doing right so um does that answer your question no well yeah um the so what you said about the fours like the fours for example because to me like I guess to my understanding like sometimes that I'll have doubt. I'm like, am I supposed to be doing this? And then I'll see like the seven, seven, seven to me are always confirmation. So you said the four, four, fours work as confirmation as well. So how, like, how do they differ or what's your take on seven, seven, seven versus four, four, four. Okay. So four, um, the number four. So with angel numbers, right. Each number has its own unique energy and vibration. Right. So, um, when you see four, that number is repeated three times, which amplifies its energy. So the number four is about um, setting solid foundations, mm -hmm. about... Um, it cut off. I can't hear you. I apologize. Oh. My husband, Nicole, he's out of town at the moment. He keeps trying to call, so oh. I apologize about that. No but um, So four is about setting foundations, setting solid foundations, your purpose, your passions, um, hard work, determination. Um, you can also look at it like the four coordinates um, of the globe, right? North, south, east, west. Mm. Um, and then it's also the number of the archangels. So, you know, Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, Raphael, it's the number of the archangels, right? Mm. So when you see fours, that's um, letting you know that um, one, they're proud of you, of the work that you have been doing thus far. You've been working towards your goals. You've been working towards your um, dreams, working on your passions and things like that. They want you to keep it up, right? And um, it's also a sign that you are strongly connected with the angelic realm when you see fours, right? Um, there was one other thing, but that's basically like what it means when you see like four, 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 right? So, and, and versus like seven, 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 how do you, because that I always get like, you know, cause I, like I said, like the, the angel numbers come out at me like a lot. Oh, so let's, let's see if you don't mind. Like, do you, did you ever look into when they started using the numbers, like who exactly? Because to me, it's it's amazing 
that there's so much you right like how you all the stuff you said right now about 444 like so when did that begin that someone took notice and it was like 444 means this or 777 means it because it made me think of because see to me they'll communicate like like in every kind of way right like how i mentioned earlier it was like you know even that 241 and when i was having like why am i being so open and it talks about being transparent and all that right so the fact that every number has so much meaning like did you ever look into when that started or who started like for each number like how that began um to a certain extent i didn't look like into when it started but really it started like like numbers are right like you said a universal language right the universe is built on mathematics right mm -hmm. so i don't know exactly who started numerology but uh, pythagoras is like very noted in like the whole numerology realm and whatnot so um there's all sorts of books and you know things about numbers and the meanings of numbers and how it relates to like you and your spiritual journey like you can use numbers to like determine what your life purpose is like using your birth date or your name you can convert the letters of your name into numbers and um, basically do a little calculation to discover um like different things about yourself right um but when it comes to angel numbers and when i um went to google right and started looking them up and found these different blogs i basically read through them and found the blogs the articles that resonated the most with me mm -hmm. so um the one that i like the most is called um joanne sacred scribes so that's <laughs> the name of the blog and i read that's Are you the one with that one yeah yeah that's the first one from you know before i even yeah. learned about youtube having videos like that's what i used to read like the joanne sacred scribe so that's funny yeah so yeah i don't know where it all started but that's where i got started um, by finding her so yes yeah and uh i mean do you ever see them communicate see because i think it's funny because you know like me i don't know if you did also but like when i was little you know i had a pager you know <laughs> so i started you had a what i'm sorry a pager okay yeah yeah uh -huh. so you know even then i learned like i learned you know like i taught like the girlfriend i had it right like in high school or whatever like she started teaching me like all the the little codes and stuff right because you know instead of whatever she'll text like one four three eight two three all that stuff right so even that still to this day like sometimes like i might be having you know a hard day or something and i'll look up and the clock says one four three so i'm taking it like you know the you know like one four three for those that don't know it means like i love you right and it's, it's even that like the fact that someone because the the one is for i the four for the four letters of love and then three for you so it, it's funny that even all that like someone came up with all that or the eight two three like thinking of you right because the thinking has eight letters two has of and then you know you is three letters so you know i mean i i'm guessing at some point maybe that's i guess just in deeper in more depth like they came up with the angel numbers but even that kind of shows you a glimpse into the way humans communicate like they come up with these little creative 
Yeah. Pages are like, I didn't have a pager because I was too young for one. (laughs) But um, that's pretty cool because I didn't know that. Like, you know, that's that's cool how you can use the number, the amount of characters to make a message. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty, that's dope. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's still in present in my life today. I mean, and even that, right? Like, in that time, like, a lot of the, like, kind of street stuff was very popular. So also, like, people, you know, people will make clothing with all the the codes from police, right? Like, all the the cop codes, like, you know, like, 187. Obviously, it's bad, but, you know, like, kids will wear those shirts, right? It would say 187, you know, 211, that kind of stuff. You know, so I'm, I don't know if you, you're familiar with all that stuff or, or not really. Yeah, 187, yeah. Yeah, and then 211. So, yeah, you know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, everything has, like, a code, like, even area codes, like, 313, because yeah. that's where I'm from. I'm from um, Detroit, Michigan, so that oh. was my area code growing up. So, yeah, and I, I see 313, like, as far as, like, how I see angel numbers and like driving license plates and stuff. And I'm like, Hey, there's three one three. Right. <laughs> and when you see it, does it have a special significance? You're like, what, what are they communicating to you when you see three, one, three? So when I, um, when I see a number, I, if it's my first time seeing it, or if I'm not sure if that's like a, 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 a message, I will wait till I see it more. Right. So if I keep seeing it and I continue to see, okay, then I'm like, all right, like, well, let me look it up and see what it means. And so I look up the meaning of it and then, you know, take what resonates and see, you know, if it resonates with me. And also another thing with angel numbers, um, like you can look up the meaning of it, but also you also want to pay attention to what you were doing at that time. Like you were saying um, in the beginning, when you were seeing the different numbers, like, um, at the time you were thinking about, or you were texting someone and, um, the message was actually about like being transparent. So it's like, you also want to take note of what you're doing or thinking, um, at that particular time when you see the number, cause that will give you an indication of what, you know, what it, what it's about. So you want to also tune into yourself, right? Tune into your own own intuition. Because like many people, you know, we try to find the answers outside of ourselves, right? But really, like the answers are within us. Our soul knows the answers. So um, best practice is to go within and like ask your, ask your higher self or ask your soul or your spirit guides, why am I seeing this, mm-hmm. right? And then tune into yourself, like go into meditation and just, you know, let the answer come on its own. Right. Um, But also, I like to look it up as well to get um, an understanding of of what that particular number uh, means. Yeah, I think I mean, has that ever happened? Because I think most of them I've gotten from looking it up and then now that I I more or less know what it means. Now I'll go within, like I'll see it and it could mean something different, right? Like 666, for example. Like, I mean, if you don't mind, cause I know there's so much stigma around 666, but you know, I like almost every time I see it, it might mean something different. Like, so I'll, 
like how you said, whatever I'm going through at the moment, and that's the message I'm getting from the 666. But if you don't mind, like, since I know there's so much stigma around it, like, what does it mean usually, like, when it comes to angel numbers? Right. So um, when it comes to angel numbers, 666 um, actually isn't a bad omen. Um, Six is the number that represents it's the material world, um, but it also represents like your home and family, um, nurturing, um, caring for others. So when you see 666, um, it's basically telling you to have a balance between your material and your spiritual world, right? Um, there's some type of out of balance or imbalance that may be going on. Maybe you're with me. I know when I see 666, a lot is often when I'm like stressing out about money or like mm. finances and stuff. <laughs> and so um, it's basically like letting you know that you are too focused on the material world. Like you need to balance it out, start to, you know, pay more attention to the spiritual side of things. Right. Um, put more attention towards your spiritual um, like routine or practices and stuff like that um yeah no no 100% like the same I see it exactly when I'm too focused on money like damn I need a you know or this or I gotta pay this or that and then I'll start seeing six to six six and it's like you know balance your thoughts so I always think that when I see it but you know it's it's like um I also see because I had that background like around the church you know like the bible too like I you know I read it a few times from beginning to end but also you know I used to work this warehouse job right so for like six and a half years i was just loading trucks unloading all that stuff so i would just audiobook so i heard the bible like from beginning to end over like 40 times right like the whole thing so i was very familiar with it right so even that in that way like sometimes 666 would be you know I, and actually like so hopefully anyone watching this like don't get offended i'm probably not talking about you but maybe i, have, I don't know but during this whole retrograde I did have a lot of people from my past kind of pop up, you know, and it's not the first time it happens. Like it tends to happen to me, like on the retrogrades, it kind of never fails. Right. Like, Oh, people from your past. Right. But in this case, um, it was like, I saw six, 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 and it gave me a feeling of be aware. And within 10 seconds, someone from my past messaged me. So I was cautious of that. I thought it was telling me like, you know, I mean, you could be, you know, kind, cordial, whatever, and, and communicate with them, but like, leave it at that. For some reason, I felt like, so, it, you know, it's nothing like with me personally, the spirit world didn't approve of this person. So I could blame it on the spirit world. The spirit world was like trying to warn me, like, like, no, don't, don't like, you know what I mean? Just keep it, whatever it is. If you want to reply, reply. If you don't, you don't. But, you know, I mean, that's how it is for me sometimes. Like, it's not the first time that's happened. Like, that's literally happened. I'll see 666 and then maybe something that reminds me of someone. And by the afternoon, that person will contact me. And I'll be like, oh, wow, okay. The spirit world was warning me already. Like, don't, don't, you know, it's just not, it's someone from your past. It's kind of like, you know, they should stay there kind of thing. So that's another way it's shown up for me. But also the same, like how you said, when it, I've been too much focused on material things. I mean, has it ever shown up for you like that, where it's like, because you also have that 
you know, the church background? Has it ever shown you like, hey, beware of trouble or anything like that? Excuse me. One second. My children um, need me one moment. Okay, no problem. Sorry about that. No worry. Okay, so yeah. Um, that's also like why it's like the most important thing to do is to tune into your in intuition because it can be different, like showing up, like the same numbers can be showing up for different reasons for different people because we're different people and we're on different journeys, right? So like the um, blogs and things and um, the meanings of these numbers that you can find like on the internet and stuff, that's like a general mm -hmm. meaning, right? That's not like specific to you. So um, you can learn what the general meaning is, but also like tie it into or go within to yourself and your intuition and, you know, find what that meaning, that deeper meaning is for you. So it's sounds like you're pretty in tune because <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you get it right. So, yeah, but I mean, that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you because most people don't. So I wanted to speak with someone where, you know, because sometimes when I'm trying to explain that to people, like, oh, I saw this and this and that. And, uh, you know, I, I understand, but I, I, I'm like that. I'll research everything, right? Like, I want to know. Like, at some point in my life, I got hungry for knowledge. And, you know, there's been times where, where I'll, I'll slack off, you know, even years. There's been times when I went years without really focused on, you know, where I didn't put focus on the spiritual. But then, you know, I'll come back to it. And uh, so, yeah, that's why I wanted to have the conversation, because I guess I'm kind of trying to show people that I guess if there's anything I wanted people to get out of this conversation or interview is that it's almost like uh, not a cheat code, but there's something there that's always how like for me, it shows up a lot. Like the angel numbers show up so much. It's like it's just, um, you know, like. It's kind of almost nonstop. Like, I remember when it first started happening, there was a little part of me that almost felt like, man, if I pay attention to this too much, I'm going to feel like I'm going crazy. Because that, I would have noticed everything. Like, oh, this car said this. This car said 333. This one said 222. So I was just over vigilant, like, kind of overload, you know? But then as the years went by, it was just natural. It was like, oh, this, oh, that. And it, it, it just, it didn't even, it, it was second nature, right? And then, like I said, like, see, I was at a train stop. Okay, these cars, they got my attention. Or sometimes I'll be on the freeway. There's one number, and then it's like a car to the right, car to the left. There's a car in front of me. It'll move, and then the car in front of that one has the same number, you know? So it's like, they're one on the right, one on the, So what are the chances? It's like impossible. Like, I think about mathematically, what would be the chances that that would happen, right? Like, so even that, that's how I started noticing, okay, somebody's trying to communicate. So that's what I want people to know. Like, there's a lot of people, maybe sometimes like that, they might feel helpless. They feel like all hope is lost, right? Like, and then something's trying to communicate with you. So you're never really alone. You know, that's why I feel it's so important. Like, it's a tool, you know, it's a tool to have. Like I said, not, not so much a cheat code, but something that there is something always trying to help you. So that's why I wanted to speak with you about it. So I don't sound crazy when I tell people about angel numbers. And, you know, obviously you've experienced them uh, for quite some time. 
you know? So, right. Yeah. And I actually just created a video on that, like seeing angel numbers everywhere. Like you seeing them, like it's like everywhere. Right. Yeah. And you like, for me personally, the fact that I see them so much and it's like, you get to the point where it's like, am I trying to make it be a sign? Mm. Have you ever had that feeling? <laughs> like, I don't want to like force it. You know, I want it to be like an actual sign. Like my angels are trying to send me a sign. Right. Um, so I had, you know, that thought, you know, going through my head and I had to work through that. Right. So, um, in my video, I was basically was just like, yes, they are signs because like, um, you wouldn't be like, everybody isn't noticing these things, right? Mm-hmm. Like most people may see the number and just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, that's just, a, that's a coincidence or like they may see 11-11 like frequently or like keep seeing it. And then they just be like, ah, oh, that's just a coincidence or, you know, don't think anything of it, right? But the people who are spiritually awakening and waking up, right? we notice it. We're like, Hey, (laughs) like there's something more to this. Right. So, um, the fact that we are noticing it, um, it's just like, I don't know. I can't, it's hard to explain, but, um, seeing them all the time, you know, um, them showing up so frequently is just basically just you being um, really in tune, right? So we're seeing through the matrix, like we're seeing the code based pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. And so why, why do you think it is that some people, like, do you think some people just aren't meant to even in this lifetime ever see it? Or do you really feel like it's a choice? So do you feel every single being probably has a choice and it's just, they have the choice. Like when they're ready, like, boom, everything just like how you said it, like the mate, like seeing all the codes and it's everywhere. Like, it's like, what do you feel about that personally? Um, I do believe it's a choice. Um, Cause you know, we were, we all were given free will. So some people like their beliefs don't allow them to see it. Like their beliefs don't allow them to pick up on the fact that it's um, that it's something deeper than just a number, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like, I guess they're blind to it. Like, I don't wanna say they're blind, but like at the same time, it's like, um, I don't know. And everybody wakes up at a different time, right? Not everybody um, will wake up or not all fruit from the same tree ripens at the same time, right? So we're all going to wake up, you know, on our own timing. So So do you, do you feel like a responsibility to want to wake people up? Do you feel that? I do feel that um, responsibility. That's why I share. um, That's why I get on YouTube and, you know, share the things that I'm learning because um, it's a lot of things that's been hidden from us and 
a lot of things that's going on in the world that um, is against nature and against and things like that. So um, that's why I'm speaker because I want to speak the truth in, you know, spread light, spread um, knowledge and enlightenment um, and help people wake up. And I feel like people will find it in their own time, right? So people may be noticing different numbers, but it might, it might not hit them until they're, it's ready to hit them, right? Because when I first started seeing 11-11, it didn't catch on at first, right? It was just like, just a normal thing. Like, okay, I saw 11-11. But when I started seeing it so much and then all that other stuff was going on in my life, then it was like, okay, why am I seeing this? Why does this keep showing up, you know? And then when you get into the meaning of 11-11, you uh, learn that um, it's about, um, it's basically you're going through a transition and the gates are opening and basically you are having a spiritual awakening. So being that, that was the uh, sign that I was seeing the most in the beginning is basically telling me like that time was definitely a, a spiritual awakening period. And I still see 11-11, so I'm still going through it, right? So. So is that one of the main? It's, a, it, it's also about illumination. Oh, okay. um, 11 is also about illumination. So enlightenment and coming into higher knowledge and things like that. Mm. What were you about to say? No, no, that about like uh, what what other meanings, you know, because you even hear like the 1111, it means like the twin flame stuff. Like, so I think each, don't they say like each number also has, it has like a meaning to do with love, a meaning to do with this, a meaning to do with, like all of them have that or just like, I know what 1111, I've heard that. Like it, some people talk about it meaning like the twin flame stuff or, or some people talk about like how you said because i guess the one one looks like a door and then the other one or portals doors so like what what's uh or is mainly that like the how you said going through a transition and all that um yes each sign i mean yeah each sign each um angel number and whatnot can um it has different meanings for different aspects in your life so it can't have a meaning for love I tend to stick to like more, like I research more the overall meaning, like the spiritual side of it. Um, not so much so like the love and relationship side. Um, I'm more so into like the spiritual growth side of it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, I mean, it's really the same thing, but also something that, that happens to me is like, I guess it's gotten to the point where, like how you said, the license plates, I'll even notice, like, all the letters. It's like somehow my brain already memorized the number of the letters. You know what I mean? So it's like if I'll see, you know, like, JJJ is 111, right? Because it's 101010, which is 111, right? Or you could, however you want to look at it, right? Because obviously, like, the zeros, you know, even though the zeros... Like, I, I tend to, like, I love seeing zeros. I think that's one of my favorite ones to see. Um, like, to you, what does the zero, zero, zero mean? So, zeros are like a continuation, 
right? So it's like a cycle. So um, zero um, can represent new beginnings mm -hmm. and um, it's also, it can be the beginning as well as the end. So like, because when you do uh, angel numbers and whatever, um, when you see multiple numbers together, you always want to break it down to like its simplest form, right? So um, I guess zero would be like the, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's like all numbers into all the numbers put together, zero can represent. So mm. um, I haven't studied zero as much um, cause I don't see it that frequently, but I have seen it, um, in the beginning stages, but, um, it's, it's really about like, um, like a cipher, a continuation, like it keeps on going, you know, the, like never ending, like life is, life is eternal, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, like I've seen, well, for me, usually it'll follow like how you said 999 means like a chapter's closing. So I'll, it pretty much always happens like that. I'll be seeing 999. And sometimes it's like that. Like if there's something I haven't finished and it's basically telling me like finish it, right? Like I keep putting it off, you know, and then it's like finish it, 999. And I'll see it everywhere, right? I'll go and everywhere, 999, 999, an address, 999, you know, a car, whatever, 999. Um, and so usually when I finally finish in the zero, zero, zero will come into play, you know, even before the one, 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 and it, you know, it's kind of like telling me, like, I guess like, kind of like that. Like, I'll feel like it's showing me like, you know, it's, it's a new start. Like now it's like square one, you know, even before the one, 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 it's like, boom, like, but not only that, but it's more like, uh, you're open to create whatever you want now, you know, I guess how you know, like, like, I guess like a clean slate. Yeah, exactly. And they, they, I think I've heard about that. Like how the zero, it's almost like the God force, right? Like, yes, there like, you go. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, uh, you know, you think of it, like how you said, it just continues. Alpha and Omega. Yeah. yeah exactly. Beginning exactly. and end, right. First and last. Exactly. So it's like the, you have now the ability to boom, create something new, like from scratch and, and all that. So that's kind of what I get from the zero, zero, zero. So I wanted to see like how, how, how you interpret it. Um, if you don't mind, cause I don't want to obviously keep you for, I don't know how much time you have, but if you don't mind touching on birthdays too, like I know, you know, birthdays is a huge thing, but also like, like when you see it, like what is, or I mean, you could explain like what it tells you, because I know, see, it's kind of like that. It's like names, right? Like if you don't mind saying what, what exactly does your name mean? Like Naila Ma'at. Like what, what exactly does, does it mean if you don't mind? Right. So, um, Nala is an Arabic name and it is, it means a woman who is an achiever, a, a woman who's a winner. So, um, I wanted to align myself with that energy. So, um, and, um, I study Islam and, um, I was a Muslim for a period of time. And I feel like my roots are um, sort of, you know, in that, in that, um, in there, 
and with Islam and things like that, um, being that I'm from African bloodline. So um, Nyla just resonated with me. Um, and Ma'at is the Egyptian goddess Ma'at. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm also like very drawn to Egypt, ancient Egypt, Kemet. So, um, and the fact that Ma'at is the goddess of truth, justice, compassion, um, order, divine order. Um, like I was saying in the beginning of my spiritual awakening was around like 2012 and that around that time frame. And that's also around the time frame where there was like a lot of um, police brutality and things like that going on, a lot of injustice being done towards um, black and brown people. And it was just like heartbreaking stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And um, my spirit wanted justice, right? So um, when I was diving into knowledge and stuff and I found out about my eye, um, that would, it just, I just gravitated towards it. So I wanted to align my energy with that energy, like, cause that's what I want to bring, you know, into this, into this world, right? Truth, justice, you know, divine order. So mm. that's how, um, that's what my name represents. So that's like, you gave yourself that name, right? Like it, it was, uh, that's not your birth name then, right? No, it's, um, my Ascension name. So, uh, no, basically I, like my spiritual ascension name like what i um my name that i want to connect to the cosmos with <laughs> yeah no definitely no that's beautiful I, and uh you know it's funny because i'm really into names and everything because i feel like but it's fine you know like even me like as an artist right like i i you know, I used that name for so long that people would just call me by that, like what what my name was like as an artist, right? And that name came to me like in a dream, in a vision, right? But it was like my grandpa that had passed away. You know, and it was almost like telepathic. Like I seen him, it was like a door opened and he was standing there and I woke up and I had the name and I started using it from that day forward. And even at one time I, I tried to retire it like, Ah, that's not a part of me no more. I don't really, after so many years, I finally was ready to stop doing music. But that name kind of, I realized it was such a part of me that, you know, and that's a name after, like, you know, not just my birth name, but even after, right? But even that, it it was funny because even that, like, um, you know, my name is Omar, right? That's my birth name. And, uh, you know, it's like, I think, I guess it's Arabic. There's Arabic translations, Hebrew, but it's like, you know, it always has to do with speaking, right? Some say eloquent speakers. I, I don't know if I'm like the most eloquent speaker, right? But, you know, I'm, I communicate a lot, right? Even through that, through making music, doing this podcast. Like, I'm always in something with communication. So I was, I thought it was funny how it's almost like encoded. Like, it's funny. Because even my mom tells me a story. Like, my dad, I guess, you know, you know, I was born in Mexico. And my dad was working in the U.S. already when I was born. But. I was the only one that he wasn't there when I was born. So my mom says, she gave me the name she wanted. She's like, your dad would have given you an ugly name. <laughs> She's like, so I thought it was a pretty name. And that's what, like something, it was almost like her intuition gave me that name. You know, and I'm the only one that didn't have a middle name even. It was just like Omar and then my last name. So it was like, I felt like, wow, what a, like, 
it's so funny that that would happen. Like at birth, we come, you know, so I feel names are really important. But I even asked someone once because I'm so into names. I was like, oh, I think it was a name I had in her. And I asked them, what does your name mean? And they got all offended. Like, I don't know. Like, why would I know what my name is? <laughs> and I was like, wow, like, you know, you don't have no like interest in knowledge of self. Like, you don't want to, you know, learn um, about that. But um, yeah, no, just that's why that's why I was asking. But also, like, uh, if you don't mind, yeah, just about the birthday, like if you feel. Or see, like, I never really looked at what my the numbers mean, like for my birthday. But I mean, did you ever find anything about your birthday or what do you, what does it mean when they show you your birthday? Like for, with the angel numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. Um, one, names are, yes, very powerful. And what, you know, we call ourselves, what we go by is it affects our energy, right? So just want to say that. <laughs> but, um, Thank you. Um, as far as birthdays. Um, so, yeah, what I get from when I see my birthday is because my birthday is August 28th. So 828. So whenever I see 828, um, I often see it on license plates. Um, so for me, I get a sense of one, my angels, spirit gods, ancestors, they're trying to alert me. They want to get my attention um, because it's like they're showing your birthday, right? That's the number that is like unique to you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like they want to get your attention and they are wanting you to know that you have a purpose and that you are here for a reason. And also I feel like they're wanting you to know that you're chosen, you're special, mm-hmm. like you are um you're special, right? You're unique. You're, you have a purpose here in this life. You're not just here to um, do the everyday mundane things. Like they want you to wake up and start living your, your purpose, right? They want you to basically get to work on your purpose. That's Mm. how I, that's how I take it, right? That's how I feel when I see my, my birthday. I feel like they want to get my attention. They want to let me know that I have a purpose to do here in this world and um, that I'm supported as well um, as I go about doing this purpose, right? And I'm supported just in general. I'm loved and supported. I get a sense of love. Like it feels like like the universe is wrapping its arms around me and letting me know I'm loved, I'm supported, I'm cherished. That's how I feel when I see my birthday. And so that's one thing. But also you can like look into like the the numbers, like the individual numbers of it as well. So um, eights, you know, are about abundance, mm. um, abundance flowing into your life, uh, monetary abundance, material abundance, um, and manifestation. Um, and two is about duality, partnerships. Um, domesticity, um, diplomacy, so cooperation, so basically working together. Mm. So that's pretty much the gist 
of like when you see your birthday. So like know that you have a purpose, know that you are um, divinely guided, know that you're supported and you're, you're chosen, you're here for a reason. It's not by chance that you're here, mm-hmm. right? No, thank you, thank you. So um, so that's funny. So you said 828, so you're a Virgo, right? Yes. Okay. No, so the, that, like, you know, because I'm a Gemini, so I know Virgos were both ruled by Mercury, which is communication and all that. So mm-hmm. I think that's interesting that, you know, like you want to spread. But see, it's almost like, to me, it's like, doesn't it almost feel like it's encoded, like you're meant to communicate, right? Like, yeah, like it's crazy how it all works out. Cause like growing up, I was very shy and I didn't like talk a lot. Like I was very reserved and just quiet and shy. Just, Mm. I don't know, (laughs) scared to speak up, Yeah, but just through a series of events, um, as I was, like trying to explain earlier about, you know, the things I was going through when I was having my spiritual awakening that just, you know, caused me to want to speak the truth. Right. Yeah, definitely. No. And uh, I went through something similar. I think people that see me maybe might not ever think that because like I could go and talk a lot, you know, like where I won't shut up, but I think I didn't start talking till like after I was like 25 where I was really like, so for the first up to like 25 years, you know, after the while, like, you know, I, you know, I ended up going to the military. I think after all that, like, I think it helped me. I mean, it's sad to say, but it, you, you somehow start thinking about things like, um, you know, if I, if I die tomorrow, then what the hell, why am I not communicating what I need to say? So I think it was kind of like that mind frame as well, like that just made me like, you know what, like I'm going to talk now and that's it. Like, (laughs) so, so, but yeah, it's the same thing. Like it's, it's interesting that the same before I was really, I don't know if I was shy, but I would, I wouldn't speak. Like I I was, maybe I was just observing, I guess. Maybe I was always just watching everything. I was very observant. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, so uh, no, thank you so much. Uh, unless there's anything else you wanna, you know, like I said, I don't want to keep you forever. I could, like, you know, I could keep asking you questions, but I don't know how much time you have. But, um, I mean, if there's anything else you do want to talk about, oh, if you have a couple more questions, I'm open to answer some more. Okay. Um. Well, where do you see, like, okay, so the angel numbers have gotten your your attention, obviously, and. I mean, was that really what kind of started you or because of your church background, you already had that spiritual awareness? And did the angel numbers just kind of push you into another, like it opened another, I, I don't know what's the right word, like um, awareness, I guess. It, it just opened more. And then if so, like, where are you now? Like how much more so like, on your spiritual journey, are you like, what kind of things are you noticing maybe happening in the world or, or what, like, what's your spiritual journey like right now? So, um, what really got me into it is just, um, noticing that I just want to be blunt and just say it like we've been lied to, right? Yeah. <laughs> We've been lied to. That's that's the only way I know how to say it. Like 
there's a lot of stuff that's been hidden from us and a lot of truth that's, you know, been covered up from us. And, um, you know, as I was having my awakening and realizing, you know, there's deeper truth out there that I need to find, that's what really like sparked the fire, you know, because um, I, I think I vaguely touched on it um, earlier where I was saying like, I'll just like, being super aware. So I was like paying attention to like what was around me. So when I would go to work or, you know, just anywhere, the grocery store, I would listen like to the conversations going on around me and like the conversations that people were having, you know, in front of me and stuff like that. And if I, if, if I heard someone say something to where it seemed like they knew something more, like Mm. more, deeper knowledge, I asked questions. Like I wanted to know more, like I was hungry for the truth. So that's really like what sparked it, like what got me on this journey, right? And then the angel numbers come in, which is like icing on the cake to let me know that I was on the right path and was doing the right thing. Cause like in the beginning, when I was first awakened, it was kind of scary. Cause of course, like I came from a Christian background. And so my family members, you know, they're a Christian, you know, so me stepping away and speaking differently and not doing the same type of things and not believing the same type of things that, you know, they do or whatnot, um, especially my mom. <laughs> uh, me and my mom used to butt heads a lot because <laughs> she's like was super Christian and then First, I went off to Islam and then like that was a whole thing with her. And then um, (laughs) and then like started finding even higher truth and um, started learning about like, you know, ancient Kemet and stuff like that. And um, the ancient Egyptian knowledge and metaphysics and the Aramidic principles and the different gods and goddesses and, you know, all of that. Like now, um, like there was a time when my mom thought like I was into like devil worship. Like I was (laughs) um, like just lost in the sauce, like just completely going off the, you know, off the side of the road or something. But the one person that I have and had at that time was um, my husband. Like we had just met um, like through work and whatnot and he was one of the people because like I said I was like listening and I wanted to I was like paying attention to the conversations going on around me and I would like when I heard something I was like hey you know something what does this mean and like uh, one of the girls I was working with she was like hey Venom knows this and so she put me in contact with my husband his name is um King Venom he's actually a hip-hop artist We both actually are. So that's kind of cool that you do hip hop. And I actually heard some of your music because I listened to um, one of your videos, the one where you were talking about when you were sitting next to a white man at at church and you had to translate Spanish to him. And then like your song was playing at the end, I believe. So but anyway, I got (laughs) to remember which video that was. But yeah, I like your music, though. Thank thank you. Um, You're welcome. And so 
Um, basically, where my journey is going now is to continue to um, seek more truth, seek um, higher knowledge, um, continue to expand my awareness, and continue to um, discover who I truly am, like my true self, my divine self. I want to tap more into that and become more of my higher self, right? Um, and basically just do what I'm called to do here in this world, right? And just get more in alignment with what that is because I just want to live out my soul's purpose. I want to do what I came here to do. <laughs> Definitely. So. Definitely. Uh, I think that's one of the things that, you know, I'm constantly reminded, um, you know, about the, you know, that's why, like, I, I don't know if you've seen, like, the little logo I have, uh, you know, and then I have, like, some clothing with it, too. It's like, you know, it says, like, remember your soul mission, and it has kind of, like, a figure, like, the, what you have behind you, you know, like, the with the chakras and everything, and, and uh, because that's kind of the thing, like, you know, I'm constantly reminded, like, we're here for a reason. Um, but going back to, like, what's one, if you don't mind, what's one of the biggest things you feel that we've been lied to about? Like, what's, or that you see going on right now? Like, what's one of the things that, you know, you really would love to say the truth about, right? Like, like what's one of those things? <laughs> um. I would say um, this is a touchy subject. I don't really talk about like this really on like I'm working to speak more of this, like gain the courage to talk more about this. But I feel um, like the biggest thing to me is just really white supremacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, the, the imbalance where it's just like, um, a group of people at the top and, um, everybody else at the bottom, um, and social injustice, um, against people who look like you and I, you know, um, and that's like the big thing. Cause we are told that we're, you know, We're treated like shit pretty much <laughs> but really like if you get deeper into like where your ancestors and, and things come from and like you know go back to the history where you know they don't really talk about you will discover that you are actually a powerful being you are um you are created in the image of the most high you know god like um the original man and woman right so um that's like the big like i guess miss miss truth yeah, yeah that yeah. i feel like has been told no i and uh you know i feel like i spent so much time trying to teach people that that i just i it was like <laughs> it all not not that it's a lost cause because then I seen like kind of the new generation. I saw a lot of people kind of like it was funny because I like I think it was like 20 around that time, like 2012, 2013. I think in 2013, I, I released an album 
called Live Free or Die, A Cultural Revolution, because I saw it coming. I saw that the youth were starting to care more about where they came from, because, you know, around like, well, you know, it's like the word. I stopped using the word minority a long time ago, like just the word alone, calling yourself like, like, what are we doing saying we're a minority? Like, I mean, I don't know, maybe in a certain place, like they kind of taught us that, but if you look globally, like there's no way now, like really anyone's a minority, like just that. So even words like that, like minority or, you know, like for us disconnecting, like, like using the words Latino or Hispanic, it's like, you know, Latin is a, is a language that comes from Europe. I took Latin in college, so I know what the Latin language is, which was in our origin. So for us to take on that, the word Latino, and then Hispanic, which, you know, from Spain, like, it had nothing to do, but it was like, you know, what better way to, you know, like that, like to be called an immigrant on your ancestral lands, right? Like, what better way than to disconnect you from knowing where you come from? So I, I, I mean, that was a, a war I tried to fight for a long time. So, you know, it's kind of like you just let it be. But I think spiritually, too, they were just like, OK, cool. you, Because I was very passionate about it, right? Like, I was like, I mean, the word says it all, live for your die. I was willing to die for it. Like, I always felt like, hey, like, I'll give my life for my people. Like, if, I mean, if that's what it came down to, right? So that was something I was very passionate about until, I guess, the spiritual journey kind of took me somewhere else. But not to say that. I'm still very passionate. I think when I see injustice, like how you said, when you see injustice, I can't, ha- it pulls on my heartstrings regardless. Um, I mean, how do you feel? Cause like I said, to me, it's like, we're not all these things that they put on us. So why can't, why can't we break free from that? Like what, what, what is the problem? <sighs> I mean, what do you see? Because I understand, like, even that, right? Like, in college, I took marketing, sales, advertising. So I understand the brainwashing, right? Like, there's a lot of brainwashing that is constant. It never stops. The the amount, like, I remember back when, like, I don't know when I went to college, but it was, like, you know, over a decade ago for sure. And um, it was, like, that the average human gets, like, a thousand advertisements a day. That was, like... Before it was really big on cell phones. So I would say now it's maybe like the average human is getting 2000, maybe advertisements per day. So we're constantly being bombarded with all this like brainwashing. That's just like advertisements, not to mention what we see on TV, this and that. So I know it's a constant, you know, it's like one thing that that gets me, you know, and I'm just going to be blunt about it. The way it's like when they make movies, like I just saw the trailer for a new movie about slavery. And to me, it's like, why do you keep insisting on making these movies about slavery? Like, they want you to, you see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> like, but, you know, like, I understand because I work, like, you know, like, until recently, like, my main bread and butter was acting for, like, the last seven years. So I understand, you know, it's, it's money, there's work. I think people mostly think of Hollywood like all oh, these celebrity, like, you know, devil worshipers and this and that. But, you know, they don't realize it's like a regular. There's so many hundreds of thousands of people that are getting work, you know, like there's it's so many moving parts aside from just these big celebrities. Right. So, you know, um, 
So I get it. People will work these movies for, you know, because it's a good paycheck. But, you know, also helping, like, keep promoting that. It's like me, right? Like, I would get a lot of, like, they would be stuck on, like, I would get tons of job working, like, as a cholo from, like, the 90s. And it's, like, 2000, you know, 20. And they'll still dress you up like the cholos from, like, the 1990s when, you know, like, you know, the flannels and buttoned up. And it's like, what? Like, that's, I mean, there might be some people that still dress like that, but it's mostly, like, non-existent. But even that, they want to keep perpetuating that, right? And we do it for a paycheck. And, and so I guess, I don't know, seeing that, like, how do we, what's, what's your thoughts on like, I don't know, like, <laughs> are people finally going to be like, okay, that's, that's enough or. Right. Exactly. So we already know, like, there's an agenda going on, right? There's been an agenda going on. We don't know. We may not know the grand scheme of it, but we, we picked up on like, you know, something ain't right and so um for for the ones that you know are you know waking up and stuff and are aware of this you know now that it's going on and whatnot um now I feel like um one where we should be speaking out against it like speaking the truth and standing against like what is unrighteous, which we see like a lot of the things that they're promoting and stuff is um, not in aligned with righteousness, right? So um, Help me, help me, help me refresh my memory. Where am I going? Where am I going with this? (laughs) I mean, just about like, uh, I guess how to, I mean, how do we move forward? Like, cause that's, that's the main thing. See, like for me, when I wanted more people to be aware, it was like beating a dead horse. No one really cared. So it burned. It's almost like I burned out of steam. Like, why am I gonna, even that when I was making this kind of hip hop music that was, just like, I mean, so good. Even the quality, every bringing the message and no one cared. Like everyone wanted to, you know, I'll share a quick story. See, like, you know, we're all faced with these things, right? Like there was a time when I had an opportunity to kind of, you know, get signed, I guess you could say. Right. And so I was, you know, I had met this producer and then one day we were on a three-way call with this, you know, it was an older white guy that was like the vice president of, I think like some subsidiary of like, Warner Brothers, I think, you know, a big, a big record company, right? So he was like part of like, you know, how they have all these side little record companies. So he had something like that, right? So they heard a hardcore political, like one of my first hip hop songs in Spanish. I actually did like, I started making some songs in Spanish too. And it was a hardcore, like, you know, kind of revolutionary track. And they loved it. Oh, you know, so he gets on the phone with me. Oh, that's, you know, really like it. But basically he told me like, this is what your people need. And this is what we're going to give them. And that's like, they were, that's when reggaeton was hitting and they were trying to make me do that. So here I am like speaking all this hardcore, like, you know, political empowering. And he's telling me like this older white guy is telling me, this is what your people need. And this is what we're going to give them. So I send them to hell to cut, you know, to cut, (laughs) you know, long story short, basically, like I didn't take it. You know, sometimes I like, you see reggaeton, how successful it was. 
and like if I could go back, would I take that deal now? Like like knowing what it became and maybe think like, oh well, then I'll use the money to help my people then. But I mean, I don't think that or that's rare, rarely happens, right? Like once people get sucked into that, then it's like, oh I know I don't want to lose out on this or that, you know, and then they're not as open to speaking out. But um, so I faced that before and you know, I guess I feel like I didn't sell out, right? Like I didn't sell out. I had a chance to sell out. And it shows you what's reggaeton. Amazing music gets you dancing, this and that. But it's really mindless when you look at the message. You know what I mean? It's just dance, shut up, dance, shake. You know, if anything makes like teaching women to be more like derogatory towards themselves, right? Like just, I mean, because all the videos, they're all like naked or half naked, beyond half naked, right? It's like, like, so it's teaching uses that. You know, there's really no message to it, no empowering thing to it. It's just dance, have a good time, drink, do this, do cocaine, do, you know, uh, cheat, you know, be on faith, cheat, do all that stuff. Yeah. So, so you know, I guess that's kind of what I looked at. Like, I didn't sell out. So, um, why did I get into all that? <laughs> now I lost my chain of thought. I got you. I got you. Okay. okay. I know where we're going. Okay. So, um, you know, the, the powers that be, quote unquote, have their agenda, right? And, you know, they want us to forget. And that's why they've, you know, basically recreated history so that we forget who we are as a people. And um, just in general, like a lot of us are asleep, like no matter what race we are, a lot of people are asleep and they're basically just going along with society and what you know, government or whoever tells them to do, right? And now we understand that what the government may want or the government may not want what's best for us, right? So um, um, I feel like now it's on us um, to get more in tune with who we are and basically, you know, become the greatest version of ourselves, like reach our fullest potential, do what we're supposed to do here in this world. Um, and through that and us shining our light, as we're shining our light, then we begin to, you know, spark the light of others, right? Even though if seem like, you know, people don't listen to this, you know, don't want the knowledge, they don't want the empowerment, they rather listen to trap music or whatever, or that, you know, the dumbed down music than the lyrical music, right? It may seem like that, right? But um, we're creating it for those who do want it, right? Those who are awakening or are going to awaken soon, right? And through the work of the universe and spirit, God, the most high, right? It's going to get to who it needs to get to, right? Because this is all, it's right, it's all a divine design, right? And um, you know, everything is happening for a reason. So even the things that we may experience even the, you know, the, what we may perceive as negative or like the 
maybe like for example the police brutality and stuff like that where it's like it seems so traumatic but at the same time some people might need to see that in order to wake up right and some people may not wake up until things get even worse and like you know stuff that's just really hits the fan right Mm. so it's just so I feel like where we go from here is for the ones who are like awakening and discovering truth and, you know, working on themselves and stuff for us to keep working on ourselves. Right. And to keep, you know, just doing, doing what our, basically our intuition, what our soul is calling us to do. Cause like, you know, we, we feel this, like we should be, here discussing this topic today right we feel like like you started your podcast and you chose to speak about spiritual topics and you know speak about you know esoteric things right so you're going along with your your guidance right so I feel like we should that's just you know keep doing it you know keep evolving (laughs) keep spreading the light you know and eventually it'll all it'll all work out like it's supposed to. Yeah, I, for the thank, good, because the good. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing all that. Um, so do you feel like it, I mean, have you had you have like do you have dreams and everything? Like, do they show you certain things or um I don't. Um have dreams like that um I'm actually like working on um awakening my my pineal gland and activating it because I feel like I don't actually remember my dreams Mm. so I don't remember my dreams when I sleep so I'm working on you know activating my pineal gland so I can have that stronger connection with spirit you know to be able to see it in my mind you know, I mean, I never quite pinpointed why, like, uh, what exactly, because, you know, I'll have very vivid uh, dreams. Well, you know, like, yeah, well, I won't get, because I don't want to make it a whole story with that, but it's Before like. You say that, I, I, I will say that I do, like, when I do get a dream, like, I have had, like, dreams that have, like, come true, but it's not, like, something, like, huge or whatever. Oh, okay. Like, for example, <laughs> Like, for example, I had a dream a long time ago and it was like water dripping from my ceiling. Right. Mm -hmm. And months later, the apartment that I was living at, it like the ceiling ended up collapsing because like (laughs) it rained so much. And like the ceiling had already was already like needing repair. And we had told the landlord and they didn't repair it. And so it rained really hard one weekend and then lo and behold like the ceiling fell through so it's like my it's like that dream showed me that that would happen but like it's in spurts so I'm trying to make it stronger but I do feel like I yeah my dreams tell me stuff sometimes (laughs) yeah yeah no so I mean then since you mentioned that that's kind of how it started for me like when I was uh fairly young I guess I started having premonitions so like just like how yours you had a premonition obviously and so um 
Like that's how it was. So after that happened and it, it was so accurate, like couldn't anyone tell me anything? Cause then it was like, wow, okay. Like something's guiding me directly. So then it was like, that's what, and then I went through the same journey. I started reading the Bible by myself. And I felt like that actually helped me open up a lot. I started having tons of experiences and visions and everything when I was reading the Bible. Um, and that was like part of my journey as well. I mean, I brought all that up to because now, see, one of the visions I keep having, and it's it's not the same one. It's kind of, it's different, but there's always some kind of thing. It's like, I'm going with this group and it's like we're traveling somewhere. And in this group, there's all these, it's like almost like people from every culture, right? Every single ethnicity, every, and we're like, and it's almost like we're going to this new, like, it looks like a paradise. Like everything's green, beautiful water. Like you can't even describe it with words, like the clearness of the water, all this stuff. So I keep seeing this. So to me, it's like, I guess that's part of my thing. Like, I want to see if other people are having this kind of like, is it supposed to, are we supposed to fix what's going on here? Or it's just about like us ascending spiritually. And at some point we're going to leave, like, it's almost like that. Like the people that choose to stay in what, what is being created. Cause no one wants to change. And are people going to be led? You know, it almost sounds like the old story. That's kind of what it feels like sometimes, like, you know, how, you know, Moses leading the people out of, you know, like, you know, being in bondage, but not just that. I mean, you know, there's so many stories like that, you know, across, like, there's always been stories like that, but it's like, um, it kind of seems like that going into this new, like kind of, you know, everything looks, I mean, it's just, you can't even describe it with words, but I've had this recurring kind of thing. That's why I asked, like, I was curious if, you know, that's something similar. Right. Um, kind of like like the rapture is like you know how they say like um, some people will, like will be called up and then like some people will be left behind right so I feel like not everybody will wake up right um, it may not be meant for everybody to you know so that you know and that aspect I don't really yeah, no, and you know what's funny is I've always been like a hundred percent against the rapture, right? Like, I guess one there was this little like old guy that used to, like, you know, I had studied the Bible, but I guess he would translate in all the like the languages, like I guess I don't know, it was like Aramaic and Greek and all that. Uh, I guess the Hebrew as well, but he would say that it really it was like a mistranslation, like it never says anything about. Like an actual rapture, like so. I, I don't know. I took it because he was like a, this guy that you know. He just sat at a table and just translated. Like I watched him for years and years. He finally passed away, but I mean, I would watch him for years just because he broke down. You know, every every like hour show he did, it was just like you know a, a little passage of the Bible. So he went through the whole Bible from beginning to end, but everything, and then. I mean, he helped me realize the power of words, even the mistranslations, how words really meant something else and how just translating them wrong gives it a whole different meaning. So I started learning that through him. So I guess his definition was, um, and that's how you would say it. You know, he'd almost be like like that about it. Like, oh, um, okay, so we just mess up the world and then we go flying off like something comes with, like, like 
I, and that made sense to me. Like, okay, why why would people just be reward? Okay, mess up the world. Like, we get this beautiful earth to live in, and and you know we don't take care. Of, you know, it's like your house. Would you? If someone gives you a house, I mean, maybe some people would, but would you just let it go? Like, or would you try to take care of it? So why? You know, it's like the earth is our bigger house, right? So so it made sense to me, and so that's why I never believed in a rapture. But it's funny. Because, you know, <laughs> the irony that I'm dreaming of <laughs> this recurring dream of, like, going somewhere. And it's crazy because I was always against that. So, I don't know. It's strange, you know. This is how I feel. Um, do you study, like, hermetic principles? Like, um, law of mentalism, law of correspondence and stuff like that? Like, universal law? No, I haven't yet, but I... I mean, so it's... No? Okay. Yeah, I'd love to, though. <laughs> so there's one. Um, one of the universal laws is um, the law of mentalism. And this it basically says that we live in a mental universe. So, mm. like, basically, we're, we're living in the mind of the all. Mm. So the all is source, right? And... Um, as above so below so you know the higher power we're in his dream and we're um waking up from our dream in the higher power's dream kind of right so like that's that's an aspect of it right that's a way that you can look at it so um we're in, a, in living in the mental universe so um Basically, um, heaven, he heaven and hell are states of the mind. Mm. So we can be living in heaven and hell right here and right now based on the frequency that we're vibrating on. So it's not like we die and go to hell or we die and go to heaven. It's like heaven and hell are right here, right now. And it's your choice what you want to experience right um so when it comes to like the rapture like how i've interpreted like you know i learned about the rapture like obviously in church and like christianity christianity version of it but like from what i um when i take the esoteric stuff and like try to make sense of it in my head um i feel like some people will ascend consciously and then some people won't. Mm. So some people will be on a higher dimension consciously and they may still be here like on earth with everybody else, but just consciously they're living on a different dimension. Mm. Right. So yeah, it get deep. <laughs> no, no, that makes perfect sense. That, I don't want to keep. Yeah. No, because like, like in visions I've had, I've never seen how, but I have seen some kind of judgment. So that's one thing. Like when they, like, I mean, there's people that, different people that say different things, but, but it was almost like that, like a personal judgment. It was all, so that's what I've seen. Like people go through some kind of, but I don't know. I've heard it described, I guess people that had near death experiences that died and came back. They said it was kind of like that. Like you could get stuck in, it's almost like they do show you your life 
like they show you your life and you may not you may have done stuff that you're not forgiving yourself and you're stuck there like maybe after you leave you're not you're not like uh okay it happened that was your experience on earth like somehow some way you get stuck in like oh why did i do that or this and that and you're not forgiving yourself so you're stuck that's like your little purgatory when you leave here or that but and so I, i've dreamed of like some kind of, of thing like that like it wasn't a punishment like no how but it was like people were in some kind of like pain in a way but it, i don't like using the word pain for something but it was kind of like oh I, I seen someone that had passed away and they were disappointed they felt like they wasted their time here when they were on earth that's one of the reasons i started actually that was one of the pivotal moments when because I guess you know you know about the Kashik records, right? Yes. So so it almost seemed like that. Like first this person was it was almost like that. Like they were in this huge, there was all these souls, and it was like a huge courtroom kind of thing. And they were waiting for themselves, like to kind of like you know, see their judgment kind of thing. And then after I saw them, it was like the hugest library you ever seen in your life. It just never ended. And this person was like there, like putting away all these books, but they look so like disappointed. Like, and it was almost like that. Like if telepathically they were telling me like, don't waste your time. Like when you're there, like learn, learn, learn. Like that's, I, that's what I got. And so when I woke up, like, yeah, I started like, I, you know, at that time I didn't really have a lot of money, but you know, every weekend I'd go buy some used books from Barnes and Nobles and started reading about Freemasons and this and that. Anything that looked like it had knowledge, not just like, you know, <laughs> like something that whatever, right? Like I just started learning about like all that stuff, like secret societies, Freemasons, you know, if there was anything like uh, the Apocrypha book, like that was even in the used stuff. So all these books, I just, every weekend I would buy books. So, but that's why, like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I've never, I feel like I've only been to the Kashyyyk records a few times that I remember that I've seen it, but uh, I don't know how to access it. Like I always hear people talk about they could access it at any moment. I don't know how to do that, you know? So but um I'm so that's so, on it myself <laughs> oh okay okay so you're you're have you ever ha had an experience with that or not with the kashik right like pineal so i can be able to like see stuff like that yeah yeah um and so no what you said i i, I mean could because also that's kind of what i feel i've seen that that um you know like it's funny because my dad like he wasn't a very religious man like he still isn't but he always felt that like our heaven and hell is here on earth. So I'm glad, like, I think he kind of helped me or plant those seeds. Like he planted those seeds. And then I guess me seeing for myself, like that's kind of what I feel as well. Like, like, uh, yeah, everything is here. Like we could experience heaven or hell here on earth. So, you know, um, right. I, I mean, do you feel like that's one of the lies as well? Like how you, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Even in the Bible where like in the scripture where it says, um, bring heaven, um, on earth. Right. Um, I think it's the, the Lord's prayer or something like that. Um, but it's, it basically says bring heaven on earth. Right. So That's, is it the, it's not the art, our father who art in heaven one, right. Is that the Lord's prayer or? Um, yes, our father, 
I would be done. Yep. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. No, that's not it. That's not There's it. another one. Um, <laughs> it's so many, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't think of the exact one, but um, I believe it's... Um, It says it though. I can't remember exact scripture, but it's basically that's it says bring heaven on earth. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Well, oh no, no. I forgot what I was gonna say. Just um oh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something about about that, about um I forgot. I don't remember. Oh well then I mean just about so what would you what would you suggest I like would be the best thing to read about like learning about like uh comedic is is that what it's called there? Um, ancient Kemet, that's what um you know originally that's the name of Egypt. So basically, like when it comes to like reading, you know what what is your soul drawn to like for example you were drawn to like learning about the freemasons freemasons and stuff like basically um like the different books you saw in barnes and noble and stuff like that so that stuff spoke to you right so find what speaks to you for me uh numerology speaks to me so um i like to you know find different books on numerology one of my first books on numerology was called um, Numerology and the Divine Triangle. And that book will help you um, basically use numbers to discover what your life purpose is, um, discover what your soul mission is, discover what um, like your destiny number um, and like different things like that. So that's called... um, numerology and the divine triangle so look for texts and stuff that calls out to you um eventually i want to read like the dead sea scrolls and stuff like that or like the original bible because like you know how the bible's been you know translated and edited and all that stuff i want to read the original text i want like the truth truth (laughs) you know like where did it come from i mean you know you've read the book of enoch right i haven't yet well see that book that like i don't know i guess you know because i still had a huge influence like from you know the church christianity obviously um well not christianity more like well i guess the church yeah in a way but I don't know why. When I was just learning, learning stuff, I had this idea, like, you know, know thy enemy kind of thing. So I think I went to, like, buy. I was going to buy, I guess, the what whatever the closest thing. I think it said, like, the Satanic Bible, right, at, at the Barnes & Nobles. And when I went to reach for it, I got this horrible feeling in my stomach, like the gut telling me no. And then in that same section... 
Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, uh, sorry for making this, uh, I guess, so long. Um, I guess just like that story, well, it was like, you know, in my head, you know, I was pretty young. I don't know. I might have been maybe like 20 or something. And, you know, it was like the whole like, oh, know thy enemy kind of thing. So I got the idea to, oh, I'm going to read the Satanic Bible and understand like what what this whole thing is about. But when I went to get it, I felt this horrible feeling in my stomach, right? Like, you know, that bad feeling, that bad gut feeling, like something was telling me, don't do it. And in the same section, they had the book of Enoch. Like, so they put it there, like with all the like witch books and spells and, you know, the satanic Bible and all. So they had it in that same section. But that one spoke to me and I read and the cover said fallen angels and the origins of evil and all this stuff. So I was like, what? And I read a little bit of it. And so I was like, okay, I found my gut. Like, it feels good. Okay. So I took it and I read it. And that book made the Bible make way more sense. Like, it's almost because it was taken out of there. Like, it, you know, someone decided, oh, this isn't part of, you know, that's what the whole Dead Sea Scrolls and the Apocrypha and the Book of Enoch, I guess, whatever priest or whatever the the popes or whoever decided, I forgot, they say it's like it was a council that actually decided to throw the books out, right? That's how it happened. And so that book, it's almost like the Bible doesn't make as much sense without that book. So anyone that's actually read the Bible, unfortunately, they've been so brainwashed that no, the, the Book of Enoch, they discredited it, but that made the Bible make way more sense. So um, I would definitely recommend it. Like it's, it, it helped me, uh, yeah, it helped me branch out into everything. Then you see all, the, oh, go ahead. Where'd you find the Book of Enoch? Um, Where'd you I find mean, it at? I mean, at that point, it was like at Barnes and Nobles in the section of like, I don't know what the section's called. It's like, um, what is it? Barnes and Nobles. Barnes and Nobles, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you could probably find it online and just order it. Like, they have it. I mean, the cool thing about that version, it was this lady that showed you how even things that Jesus were saying was saying was from the book of Enoch. So how could the church throw out this book that even Jesus quoted almost word for word on so many things, like so many things that he said were from the book of Enoch. So how the person that your whole religion is supposed to follow, like, you know, Jesus, the Messiah, this and that, but yeah, you're, and he used the book of Enoch. So it didn't make sense. That's what this person, like she was showing. So she would have something he said, something from the book of Enoch, something he said, something from the book of Enoch. And I think even like Jude, I guess in the book of Jude, I think she quoted something from the book of Enoch as well. So it was like, like, so that's what I liked about that one. Um, I forgot her name, but, but I mean, they sell the book of Enoch by itself. And even that, I think reading it, you, you'll get something out of it, but you know, it was crazy. Cause even that, like in that whole book, I guess, cause Enoch wrote so many books, you know, they say Enoch was the one that didn't die. Right. Like, like, um, I think in that book, it explains how, I guess he was the first one that was taken. And it was almost like they allowed him to write all this information and bring it back to his sons. So whoever took him, then they allowed him to come back and, and, and give all these books. He was just writing all these books and he gave the knowledge. He left it with his sons. And then I guess they took him again. Um, and it was crazy because even in those books, it's funny because the story of Noah is that when Noah was born, 
it was like he was half angel, half, you know, because then that's, you know, in the Bible, it says that very briefly. Oh, and then, you know, the, the sons of God slept with the daughters of men. There were all these, you know, giants were born and half, you know, Nephilim and all these, like, you know, half breed, half angel, half human. So the book of Enoch goes into detail about all that. It talks about how Noah, when he was born, his eyes were shining. They would light the whole room. And how he ended up, I think the dad was like, hey, this isn't my son. Almost like the story of Jesus, you know? It was like, so Noah was like the original kind of like Messiah. Was it Noah? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was Noah. And it was like, his hair was already white when he was born. His eyes were shining. And then I guess an angel came and told the dad, like, nah, he's half, like he's, you know, like half us, half human. Like, don't, don't, I don't know, like, don't kill the boy or don't, like, don't hurt him. Kind of thing, just letting them know, like, hey, like the story of how Jesus, like, you know, Mary, and they told Joseph, like, nah, she's pregnant by the Holy Spirit or whatever. Like, that story already existed with Noah in the book of Enoch, like, or one of the books of Enoch. You know, so there's all this information that really opens you up and to understand that, how they were mixing, like, you know, because even that, right, like, um, you know, so many cultures, like the Sumerian and uh, even the Mayan Bible, right, it's called the Popol Vuh. It talks about how we were made. So how you said, like, how you said in the Bible, it says, ye, ye are gods, because in all these old books, it talks about how they use their DNA to make us. They literally put, you know, like in the Mayan Bible, it's basically saying how they were trying to make us. And at first we couldn't recreate by ourselves. We couldn't, like they made a version of us that couldn't remake babies or something like that. So they kept, you know, at, at one point, you know, they used their DNA to make us what we are. So 100%, you know, it would go with that. That's like we, yay are gods. We have that DNA in us, you know, so, um, you know, all that. That's I I could keep like, but there's so much you're reading it for yourself. You, like when you start reading it for yourself, like for example, reading the Bible on your own rather than just listening to what the preachers say, right? And not actually reading it yourself. When you start to read it yourself, like you see these different things, like it starts like talking about like supernatural stuff, right? Stuff that we wouldn't imagine actually being real but it's right there right in front of us right like they say the truth is hidden in plain sight yeah absolutely absolutely so, and yeah, it's like how you were saying both the book of enoch and the bible was correlating because it's like like missing pieces so like you get the full from when you put it together and you know, and that isn't it amazing? Like that they went through all that trouble to take out these books. Like why? Like that's what. Like you know, it makes you. You know, it's mind blowing. Like why? I mean, I figure it was for control, right? Because that way, when the religions, it was like, I guess in a way that too, right? You want to get to heaven, we hold the key, right? So we're the only way, rather than. You know, one thing I'll share. I was gonna make a whole video about it, but I'll share it briefly. Like. I think it, in, it's in the Dead Sea Scrolls too, but it was this one called the Book of Thomas that they say is supposed to be the original teachings of Jesus. That's what people believe, right? And it is different. Like it, when you listen to that one, like I actually heard it on, uh, someone posted a video, it's like 40 something minutes long. 
And it came to me in a dream. I had no clue what it was. And it was like I was in these catacombs, like underground. There were trees growing all through it. So it was like something hidden, right? Underneath the ground, like caves, it looks like. But I could see the roots from the trees and everything. And there was this friend in that, in that you know, dream or vision that, you know, I found that it's very spiritual as well. And they kept telling me, the Book of Thomas, the Book of Thomas. The... So they kept telling me in this dream. So when I woke up, I, you know, I went to Google, <laughs> Book of Thomas, and that popped out. And then I was like, wow, this sounds like it would be more the teachings of Jesus. Because, you know, I guess that's where I had heard that phrase before. But I didn't know, I guess, where it came from. Because I, I think I heard it where it talks about how Jesus is saying you don't need churches to... You know, like he says, split a piece of wood, I'm there. Lift a stone, I'm there. The kingdom of heaven is inside you and all around you. So I want to be like, say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, and so this dream led me to the book of Thomas. I never heard of it, nothing like. So they brought it to me. And then when I looked it up, the book of Thomas, I was like, wow. Like, you know, because there's people that debate, did Jesus live? Was Jesus... You know, he wasn't real, whatever, you know, you know, like, since you know about, you know, Egyptian history, obviously, like, how they say Horus sounds like the same story as Jesus as well, right? Like, like, it's almost like word for word, right? He was resurrected on the third day, all, all these things. So, you know, I mean, how do you feel having like, knowledge of that? Do you feel like he really was or like, he's the same person? Or what do you feel about? It? I feel like that's uh, where they get the story from, mm. from my Horace and there, there's many, um, like resurrection stories, like Jesus wasn't the only resurrection story. So, but, um, I feel like a lot of the Bible comes from like ancient Egypt, like texts. And so, I mean, did you ever study like the book of, of Thoth or the Emerald Tablets? Yes, I started it. I haven't like really dove into it because I'm I, I need to understand it more. Oh. Like, <laughs> so, I'm, you know, um, it's 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 not as clear for me. You know, so I'm just continue to expand my awareness and my knowledge so that I can be able to understand it more clearly. Yeah, no, but the beautiful thing is like, it all connects. If you really like, you know, once you read like, and, and it's better like to read like all the different cultures because then it, everything kind of intertwines in some way, you know? I mean, even, I mean, the one thing I didn't know too much about was like, uh, like India, you know, from India, like over there, not not Indians from here, but you know, India. Like you know, they even have stories about. I guess that they found over there where like it had to have been a nuclear explosion because there's there's remnants of that that there was some kind and in their history or their stories, it talks about the gods having a war, you know, the gods going to war, and they had these nuclear weapons and all this technology. And there's evidence of that. There was some kind of like, because I guess it's, it's placed, like it would have to be something that strong to like where, where the ground turned the way it was. It's like a nuclear explosion. And it had to be like an ancient one because it was nothing in recent times, right? So 
they even have their own stories. But you know, it 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 all connects after like, but it's like a, you know, <laughs> it's a huge journey. It's just years and years of like reading and you know. But now with you know, obviously you can uh, find YouTube videos and all that, and it's probably faster. Like you could just listen to it while you're driving. Like that's how the Emerald Tablet. Like that's how I first listened to it. And then, you know, you just go backward, you know, every time you want to freshen up on something, you'll go back. But, I, you know, there was a time I was driving out, I listened to the whole thing. I know it was like a lot of hours of listening, but but I listened to it um, and it was amazing. You know, he says, I mean, in the book, I mean, in the tablets, he says he's the one that made the pyramids. Like he says, oh, the great pyramids in Egypt, he's, oh, I'm the one that made them. So I think that's amazing because just he's not like. You know, whoever wrote this sounds pretty damn sure. Like, he's not, you know, and they say, like, I guess he says he's from Atlantis, the ancient, you know, Atlantis. So he says that's where he came from and that he went to Egypt, made the the Great Pyramids, all this stuff. So it, it, there's a lot of um information there. You know, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, you could tell me what you find out, like, once, you know? Yeah, so. And, um... I like to learn about, you know, like ancient Egypt cause, and stuff like that. Cause I, I like to know like, where did this all begin? You know, like, where do I actually come from? Like, who am I? That's like my question. You know what I'm saying? Um, so like, you know, how it says like, he built the pyramids and stuff like, you know, we, we were taught that like what was like did they say slaves built the yeah. pyramids and stuff like that <laughs> but like in all actuality like the egyptian people built the py pyramids right they used their knowledge and technology to build those pyramids and stuff like yeah no yeah because they they've shown that they're they trying to make it they weren't as 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 they try to make it seem like they weren't as advanced as they were and it's funny because they still perpetuate that to this day like there's all these findings like i remember once i think in some pyramid they found what would have been like an ancient like light bulb or stuff like that and then they scratched their heads like no but this didn't exist back then but you just found it so why are you still like oh but this you know, why are you still in your, like, trying to say, instead of finding it, and, and it's more like a disproving thing, right? Like, it's always, it always goes to the, like, no, well, or, you know, that's, I guess that's why some people have a problem with the ancient aliens, because it's just trying to say, although, you know, there is all these things about these, I mean, it's almost like that's the stories that a lot of the, the people from before got the knowledge from these higher beings, you know? I mean, even in the Bible, right? Like, I think people miss that. Like, you know, Abraham was the first one that made the covenant with God, right? In the Bible. But, you know, there's this part, I think people tend to miss that of like when, you know, his his wife, Sarah, and then she was old and she couldn't have kids, but they're telling her she's going to have a kid and everything. And it's like, he literally says, God showed up with two other beings. Like, he's saying he showed up. And they're offering them food. So here it's like, it's showing right there that some being showed up who he 
considered God with these two other beings. He's even offering them food. They accept. So it's like showing that there were these beings coming and going. And obviously they were they were teaching the people stuff, right? So so um I, mean, I don't know if they're the ones that necessarily were the ones that created us, but at least whoever this God of the Bible was, like he was showing up even with people and so it's interesting, right? Like so so I do feel like you know, oh in the book of Enoch, it goes into detail about you know, they call them angels, but you know, angels just meant messenger who taught everybody to do stuff. It was saying, like, oh, this angel taught like people humans to you know make weapons of war this this angel taught like women about makeup and all they literally says that so it's interesting it's like like about beautifying and this and that and it's saying like what all these angels were teaching humans so i mean it's kind of uh i don't know you know but 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 that's what they say that the pyramids that they had this technology because there was no way to move stones like that like they told us like yeah the slaves dragged them but then now it's starting to come out that it, it was like there was this ancient technology that they could move the stones like effortlessly, right? So, um, yeah, I'm definitely like, uh, you know, when all that finally, I guess when we get clarification on all that, right? Who knows? So. <laughs> Just expanding our awareness. Yeah. To expand the awareness and we gain more knowledge and raise our consciousness, right? I yeah. believe that's the name of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Raising our company. Definitely. Um, well, yeah, I'm, I guess on that note, I don't want to keep you forever. Um, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I really like where this conversation went, you know. <laughs> so, so thank you so much for staying with me longer and and being able to talk about you know more things. Um, yeah, I mean, if you ever want to come back on and we could go, you know, if you learn more things about Kemet, like I want to look into Kemet now, I want to study um, because I never really have looked into it, but I'll put a link to your, um, you know, to your YouTube channel and, uh, you know, in the video and also um, like what kind of content, like going forward, what kind of content do you think you'll be uploading to your channel for, for anyone that's listening that, you know, they know what they can go look for on your channel. Well, first and foremost, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. It's been a great pleasure. Um, I've definitely enjoyed the conversation um, and being able to have a space to talk about this type of stuff, you know. Um, so thank you. And as far as uh, upcoming content, um, right now I am working on a four-day um, video series. It's a mindset revamp. So four days to decode the subconscious mind. Um, so I'll be sharing um, more about what the subconscious mind is, um, how it works, how we can reprogram it and begin to uh, create the reality that we truly desire. So I have that coming um, November 11th. Mm. And then um, I'm continuing to um, produce more angel number videos. So. Um, I recently had someone on my channel ask me if I could create a video about what it means when you see your birthday. So it's funny oh. that you asked me about that because I am to um, upload very soon. So that's coming. Um, I'll also be sharing angel number 222, uh, 333, and 555 very soon. Um, and 
more about um, working through the subconscious mind and letting go of limiting beliefs, especially when it comes to like abundance and um, financial uh, prosperity as well. So. Don, thank you. Thank you so much. That sounds great. Uh, I look forward to watching all those videos. So, so thank you. Um, yeah, especially the subconscious mind. I, I um, you know, because I, I always sometimes one, you know, when you're going through stuff and you wonder, is that your subconscious mind? Is that, you know, well, that's a whole, I won't <laughs> keep you longer by, by going on and on about that. But yeah, I look forward to seeing it. I'll put the, the link, um, you know, in the description for anyone that wants to get in contact with you through your channel. And um, yeah, thank you so much once again. Thank you. And I definitely would love to come on again and talk some more with you about, you know, more about this deep, deep esoteric knowledge, you know, wherever the conversation goes, I will let her, you know, come on again if I'm welcome. No, most definitely. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm glad you felt comfortable, you know, to open up and talk about, uh, you know, anything you want, really. So, I mean, you know, going forward, you know, next time you come on, you're open to speak about anything you want to speak about. So just know this space is here and, and yeah, I'd love to have you on once again. So, so thank you. So on that note, I guess we'll end there and uh, yeah, have a great night and thank you once again. Thank you so much. Have a great, a great night as well. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Peace. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, sometimes you're just feeling it, you know what I'm saying? You're just feeling it. <laughs> and I want to feel this way forever. Yeah.